Welcome to Another Living Life. I remember when I was younger, I wasn't really into the celebrity culture, but there was one person that I really, really, really wanted to be. I was this one person that I truly idolized, and his name was Michael Jordan. Uh, he was a basketball player. He's the greatest basketball player that ever lived. I'm pretty sure I'm dating myself because Michael Jordan played a very long time ago, uh, but he was still the greatest basketball player alive during that time. And because there was no internet and because we didn't have cable, I had to go out of my way to learn new things about him. I had to go to the library to borrow books about him. I had to look for him on the different channels. I had to do all of this work uh, just to learn more and more about my idol, uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, but the problem was that as much as I wanted to be like him, as much as I bought the shoes and bought the clothes and drank Gatorade just like he did, uh, it was actually impossible for me to be more like him. Uh, the fact that I was, you know, five feet tall and unable to have any of his athletic powers, uh, very soon in my adolescence that I realized uh, that it was impossible for me to be like him. Uh, as a matter of fact, as I got older and older and older, and I learned more about his life, uh, not only on the basketball court, but away from it, uh, it started to kind of actually let me down because the person that I wanted him to be and the person that I thought he was, uh, in actuality, in reality, uh, it wasn't like that at all. And I realized that, that, that because I admired him so much, uh, that I wanted to be like him, uh, that it was impossible for me to actually see him for who he really was. And the fact that he was a really good basketball player, the greatest basketball player, actually, uh, it actually didn't mean uh, that he was someone that is worth following in my life. You know, in today's passage, there's actually a call for us to follow someone. Uh, there's a call for us to be able to emulate the life of someone. And it's not some celebrity. Uh, it's not Michael Jordan. Uh, it's actually very simple. It's Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus, to today's passage, invites us to be able to look at him, to be able to know him, and also to be able to follow in the footsteps that he has laid out for us. Uh, so join me in, in today, uh, reading today's passage. John chapter 15, verses 9 through 17. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. 
I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command, love each other. In the beginning of John 15, uh, Jesus told us that he is the one true vine and we are all the branches and we need to remain in him and we need to abide in him. Well, in today's passage, it explains how or the best way for us to be able to remain in Jesus and to be able to follow in his ways. And the answer is actually very simple. The answer is love, L-O-V-E, love. Uh, in today's passage, Jesus shows us that if we are to remain in him, we need to be able to love in the same way that he has shown love to us, to be able to follow in the example that he has given us and be able to love him back and also to be able to show our love to others. Uh, so what is this love? You know, we celebrated Valentine's Day a few weeks ago, and I'm sure many people who are hearing this right now had a fantastic and great Valentine's Day. Uh, but sadly, um, unfortunately, I'm sure there are others here who are saying, oh, I had a terrible Valentine's Day. Uh, in a way, as great as Valentine's Day is, and it's a great reminder for us to love others, it also reveals some of the misconceptions that we have about love. Uh, that love is supposed to be celebrated, yes, uh, but perhaps not in the same way that we do in this world. Uh, that on Valentine's Day, we give gifts to celebrate it, right? Uh, but love is not only about those big major moments. Uh, it's actually a thing that we're supposed to do each and every day. Uh, that love is not just an emotion, even though we'd like to reduce it too much. Uh, that love is something even greater than that. And love can be celebrated uh, not only on holidays, about each moment of our lives. And that is the love that Jesus is telling us about today. Like I said, we often think about love as a feeling, as an emotion, uh, but if love were just a feeling, that means that eventually it will go away. Like any other feeling that we have, uh, it will be fleeting. It's not gonna last forever. That if love was such as a feeling or something that controls us, that we can't control on our own, uh, that we're helpless when it comes to love. Uh, but that is not the love that Jesus speaks about in today's passage. Uh, his love is not a feeling, it's not an emotion, it's not arbitrary, uh, it's not a love uh, that we understand in our day and age, uh, but it's actually a love that comes or originates uh, from the Father. Like he says, he has the love, just like the Father has loved him, that he has loved us as well. And because Jesus has loved us, uh, we too are called to love others in that same way. You know, God's love for Jesus was unconditional, unconditional. It was not based on anything. And Jesus' love for us is the same type of love. It's an unconditional love. It's based on grace unmerited favor. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how highly you think of yourself or how lowly you think of yourself. That love is not based on anything and it's always there no matter what. You know, usually we like to think about love as something that we can give if we receive it from others. And it's usually based on something. 
Like for example, if someone were to give me a million dollars without any other contracts or anything like that, uh, I'm sure that I'll be able to love that person. But that love will not last. And that will not be true love. And if we only love those who love us, if only we are nice to people who are nice to us first, uh, that's not true love as well. As a matter of fact, uh, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, uh, that love, that type of love, right, when we only give after we receive, uh, only give after we see something good and we're looking for the reward, uh, that's not love at all. And there are people uh, that do not know God who are able to show that type of love. Uh, but Jesus' love for us and the love that Jesus talks about today is so much greater than that, that it's not based on anything that we do, that we don't have to be friendly to Jesus, we don't have to be nice to Jesus, Jesus still loves us no matter, no matter what. And as a matter of fact, when we reject Him, He still loves us. When we hate Him, He still loves us. When we ignore Him, Jesus' love is still there no matter what, because His love for us is pure. His love for us is unconditional, is not based, fortunately for us, not based on anything that we could do for Him or anything that we can give to Him. Now, I was talking to a missionary recently, and he shared some of the, the frustrations that he had when he first went out to the mission field. Uh, he had the desire to do some great things in that place. And he thought, you know what? I'm giving up my life. I'm giving up my comfort. I'm doing all of these great things when I go there. I know God is going to bless me and God is going to use me. Uh, but the problem was God was not using him in the way that he thought God should be using him. And the more he reached out to the people, uh, the people started rejecting him even more. And the more he went out and teaching people about the love of Jesus, uh, he was not receiving that love back in the mission field. As a matter of fact, the people got angry with him. They would hate him, curse him, harass him. And it was even a moment where someone came and assaulted him physically as well. And he couldn't understand. He was saying, oh, God, I'm doing all of these great things for you. How can these people show uh, you know, what they should be showing me love, but they're showing me hate instead. Uh, so he cried over it. He prayed over it. He you know, cried out to God over it. And God gave him one message, he said. He said that God gave him a message of saying, you cannot hate the people no matter what. Don't hate the people. No matter what they show you, you are not allowed to hate them, but you are, have to love them no matter what. And the reason was that God said, I have shown you love. I have shown you mercy. When you rejected me, I had loved you no matter what. Therefore, when you go out into the mission field, you need to look at the people the same way that I have looked at you and be able to show them the love that he experienced. And after that, the missionary's heart, he said it, it got less hardened. His heart got much open. And after that, he was able to truly connect uh, with the people that he was serving out in the mission field. Uh, that's the love that Jesus Christ talks to us about today. And that's the love that he has shown us uh, his whole life. Uh, throughout his life, he has shown many instances on how to love others, even though when they answer with hate. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we turn our backs to God, when we reject him, when we only use God when it's necessary and good for us, and even though we were sinners, uh, God showed his love by giving us Jesus Christ. It's a love that makes very little sense. 
It's a love that might not be understandable for us all the time. It's the love that allowed Jesus to be on the cross, to look at the people who are tormenting them, tormenting him, and said, Father, forgive them, uh, for they do not know what they are doing. That's the love that Jesus is talking to us about. It's the love that Jesus is commanding us to be able to have. And as ones who have received that love, we are able to show that love to others. Uh, not when it's convenient, not when there is something that we're going to receive because of it. No, we need to show the same love that we receive from Jesus and to be able to look at our brothers and sisters the same way that Jesus looks upon us with eyes of love and a heart open to be able to show that love at any time and every moment. Now, Jesus Christ, he's compelling us to be able to love others. And the most amazing thing about this love is a love that we know. It's a love that we've already received uh, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Uh, it's not a love that is foreign to us, uh, but it's a love that we have each and every one of us. Uh, Jesus is showing us something that we are able to do. He wouldn't command it otherwise. That when Jesus commands us to love, he knows that we are capable of loving others the same way, uh, not because we are great, uh, but because we possess the love of Jesus inside of us. So all we need to do is to be able to witness and testify to this love. And that's what Jesus is telling us, especially at the end of today's passage, that we are able to testify and show the love that we already possess inside of us. Let us be able to do that today. Uh, let's all pray together. Uh, dear Lord, we thank you for your amazing grace, and we thank you for this amazing love that you have given us. Uh, even though we were sinners, even though we have turned our backs over and over again, you have chosen to be able to show your love to us no matter what. You have chosen not to take away that love, but to give us even more love and to be able to pour out your grace upon our lives. Lord, as ones who know of this love, as ones who have received this love, help us to be able to love others. Uh, not only when it's easy, not only when it's convenient, uh, but in the face of hatred, in the face of persecution, no matter what it may be, help us to be able to love and show our love to our brothers and sisters and to see them the way that you look at us, the way that you look at them as well. Lord, we thank you for today's message. We love you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. This 
세상에는 수많은 교회들이 있지만 더 깊이 있는 말씀 강해를 찾기 위해 크기로만 교회를 선정하지 않습니다. 보다 좋은 영적 콘텐츠를 더 많이 나누기 위해 방송비를 받지 않습니다. 1년 365일 복음만 전하고 싶어서 우리는 광고를 하지 않습니다. 온누리의 복음을 땅끝까지 CGN TV와 함께 땅끝 성교사가 되주세요.